0: Hi, guys. Peter Walters, and you're watching CMS TV. Aiken Presents, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken, back once again with another great interview, and this is a great honor for me as a huge fan of this band. I have been loving this band. I can't, I don't even want to say how long, because it's, it's, it's scary that this band's even been out that long, but I've been a fan for a while. They are back with a killer, and I do mean killer new album called Hell Riot. It's out on May the 19th here in the States, and here to talk all about it is the great guitarist of the band. Mystic Prophecy. Mr. Marcus Pohl. Marcus, how are you? I'm fine. Hi guys. How are you doing everywhere? <laughs> it's great yeah. to have you, man, and it is definitely great to have Hell Riot. What a fantastic follow-up to Metal Division, man. Could gr- let's just start there, man. Great job not staying in the in the exact template of Metal Division, but growing without giving up anything that you gained with Metal Division.
1: Yes, of course. We love the sound of Metal Division. I guess that was another step for the band. And we wanted to write songs that fit to the sound, you know, like a mixture between real hard, heavy metal, perhaps Mm -hmm. with a little influence um, of the Bay Area thrash bands. Right. And on the other hand, we love all that American style, like, you know, country rock and country metal and the mixture Sure. that so we, we crossed a little bit everything and, and mixed everything and we I guess we crossed the line we never did this um, and we never had like six songs pure metal and like five songs a little bit of rock but still metal um, yeah that was so great to work with because we had a lot of time of course there was COVID and nobody's got to do anything so
0: right we went back home and uh, recorded our new songs Right now, now I, I do want to ask you though. Know, you guys had, I, I think, some of the most success, like commercially, success with the last record. You know, it 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 did really well. It performed really well for you guys, and a lot of bands would, if they had, once they find success, they just try to exactly copy it. And you guys didn't do that. You you took some risks on this new record. How, wh- was that Was that thought out on purpose, or is it just the way that you wrote the songs this time was just a little bit different from the last record?
1: No, it's uh, just the way we write songs. No, we we don't care about the last album. Um, we knew that there were some songs um, we played live, and of course, we experienced some, yeah, some really good audiences, Mm -hmm. and um why we didn't care about that if you repeat it, why should we um do the same because we had this album already and it's done and everybody who wants to listen to it can so let's do the next step let's try something else but on the other hand it's still mystic prophecy and it ever will be right
0: do do you think that you mentioned the pandemic do you think that that time away or that time that was kind of lost was good for the band you know to where maybe now the next record you'll purposely take another long time or do you think that that's just a one-time deal that just happened to work for you yeah
1: for us it was another wasted time because we did the new album right Uh, but of course it is a bit of wasted time because we couldn't tour right Um, perhaps the album would have some other songs if we've been on tour But um, it is what it is. And I guess we had this situation and we had to deal with it. And everything we did is because we had this situation and we had the time. There was like, I guess I recorded my guitars in January and uh, Leah did the vocals like the whole year, but why not? We had the time and we changed some guitars anyway. So that was a quite cool process because sure. everybody worked in the studio and could listen. And then we, we reamped and then we listened again. And oh, okay, we can, you know, we can put less parts and make it easier, a bit easier, but even hard enough. But this, um, this time was
0: a really good, good time for us and for the band, even if we needed
1: to stay at home.
0: Sure. What, how did you resist the temptation to keep changing things because i know a lot of musicians and you guys are never satisfied with anything that you do having two or three years to work on a project i could see every single note being changed probably for a lot of bands yeah but you know we're old enough we wrote so much albums and there's
1: it's important that we still have this roughness you know music mm-hmm. I, Missy prophecy lives a little bit with that—that that we have this roughness, and um, you just can't keep it if you, if you write a song. And then there is one point, you feel okay. Now it's gonna be too cheesy. L- let's keep it like it is, and um, yeah, that's the way we write the songs. And so it kept us back. That's good,
0: right? Definitely. Now, for for me as a fan of your band. I know I can tell a mystic prophecy song 2 seconds in you guys have a very distinct style and a very distinct sound especially your guitars and and yet with that you always are able to venture a little bit and create new pieces is that is that something that you work on not so much creating the new stuff but always focusing on what you've done in the past so that the sound doesn't change too much. We, we have one, th- there
1: was this one point in my life where I decided um, I'm never gonna be the fastest guitar player or the, you know, like playing 200 notes in one second. Right. So I decided, you know, let's form a special sound, a special feeling like a wall of sound coming out of the box. And this is the way I like the riffs and I, this is the way I write all the riffs and uh Leah loves that as well he's like um just you know keep it simple but you know you need the, of course you need your technique and um but it needs this hardness and this roughness and this is the way we write the songs and this is the way we decided to play all the all the songs when we are on stage so we know exactly how far we can go and how many things we can change but it needs to be listenable that you're still Mystic Prophecy. Sure. Do you but, but there's, you know, We evolved. man. I mean, if you listen right now to the um, to the old like several souls, to the old albums and then listen to the new one, you can listen. You know, we did something else. There's like one step after the other. But it's really interesting to have this one album after another and just right. listen to one or two songs then of the next album. And then of the next album, you can see how we, yeah, evolved our sound and our songs.
0: Sure. Where, where do you think for you as a guitar player, does the evolution come from? Do you listen to other bands? Do you go and listen to, I don't know, the new primal fear or something and say, Oh, I like what he's doing there. Or I wouldn't mind being adding that to what we do, or do you just create play all the time and then you find new things? Um,
1: it's a mixture of everything, but we, I'm not interested in these German bands. I'm more in the American style okay. I listen to, to a lot, to a lot of bands like Brantley Gilbert or stuff okay. that brings another attitude. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love this attitude. And this is, even if I love like primary field, because you know, they're almost neighbors. Sure. Um, but, uh, I, I'm more love the American way. And, um, this is really cool because working with the young guys like even
0: our wow. other guitar
1: player yes um, or hano or drummer you know they bring the fresh stuff in the band and they bring new influences and they influence me a, a lot too because they say you yeah, know come on this sounds old can you make it like that right. and um, you know this is they just change your mindset and i love to play with the young guys because they always have new ideas fresh ideas from another view because they don't know like the old accept stuff and everything of mm-hmm. course they know but they're into total other bands too i never heard about them but it's really nice
0: to get the new stuff and get the new influences right definitely well you mentioned even i wanted to talk about him a little bit he's amazing I I mean, fucking sick in his head. I mean, he's, he, he, his presence in the band, a, it makes a big improvement in the, in an already good formula. Now he's obviously known for his other work, but he's also a production guy. How much, how much input did he have to the recording and in the production of these recordings? Was he, did he do that as well as just playing or, or what? I know we we all play and then we send it to Leah um,
1: and, and, you know, he did um, everything in the Prophecy Studios. So just the sounds and then we send it to Hendrik to Sweden. And um, I guess it's the whole process and it's the songwriting too, you know can you can have a huge sound but if you play too much or you play the wrong stuff, it mm-hmm. wouldn't sound like that um but even he's got his influence
0: into the band and of course it depends to the sound too right certainly and and I will say this one and uh, metal division as well biggest sound you guys have ever captured the last two records are so they sound like they're being performed in arenas, which is just, I'm sure that's exactly what you were going through, going for, right?
1: Yeah, that would be nice. Playing the arenas is really nice and playing the huge festivals, but right. I would love playing small shows too. Right. Um, but of course, the, when, when I write songs, you know, there, there was this one sentence from, I guess it was somebody of Def Leppard who said, um, if you want to play the huge arenas, write songs for the new arenas. And I don't know if we did that because it's my my own songs, but um I guess you, you need to have that in your mind. You know, how does it sound if there's like a huge PA and you play it live? And can you bring that, you know, do this overdub, or you won't right. if you don't play the overdub? Is it even bigger without another track? Mm-hmm. This is everything I have in my mind, you know. Could I push the Deep guitars, even more. If I don't have an overdrop on that, this is, you know, everything I
0: think about. Right. Well, it's definitely working. I mean, the sound is great. The the, the, the music you're capturing is great. I'll tell you what, um, Marcus, let's take just a quick break here. I'm going to give people a little taste of Metal Division. I'm going to play the video for Metal Division. Yeah. Give them a little taste of that so that they can see where we're coming from. And then we'll end with Hell Riot so they see where we're at. But, oh, Yeah. But for for now, we're going to take a quick break. This is uh, this is the video for Metal Division. It is Mystic Prophecy, and it is Chris Aiken presents. that was metal division brand or not brand new a couple years old from mystic prophecy the new record is called hell riot it is out in may you definitely want to buy it you don't want to only stream it please please people don't just stream buy the records help these guys keep going and um on with us of course is marcus Paul of the great mystic prophecy and marcus um as as we were saying before ben you've you've got this great record hell riot and um it's one of the things i think personally that has been a strength for you guys lately is that you finally have like a, a really solid lineup like the band in the past there's been lineup changes all the way through but i think you're at like six or seven years now where you've had the same lineup correct
1: Yeah, that's correct. I love the lineup. Like I said, the young guys are really cool because they bring, you know, fresh attitude to the band. And I guess the problem is, and everybody forgets that, we all have our day jobs. We work like 10, 12 hours a day, and then we go to the studio making music. And this is really hard. And I can understand everybody who says, you know, come on, I'm 40 now. I want to have a bit of time for my family, for my kids, everything. That's totally cool. I'm totally cool with that. So I never would blame one of my old, old musicians, but um, but we just kept it going on. And we have like, you know, we started to make some rest and so we can have rest. Um, but uh, we are so into the music, so into the band. And sure. I guess in this January, we, we've been on tour and I had like a 20 years anniversary in the band with Mystic Prophecy. Right. When I started... Um, playing with them and this is so cool i know, we all want to keep it running you know because it's an old thing and we have it in our hearts and you know, i cannot come home and then have my feet on our couch that's not the stuff we, we
0: love we need to
1: make anything
0: right right no you're you're right and, and i i just think too now that you've had this solid lineup for a longer period of time i think it's really helped you guys grow as a band because you're not constantly working in a new person and find and you know having to figure out how they work, how the ba- the new bass player plays with the new drummer or whatever. Yeah, you know, there's a very there's a very solid infrastructure now for mystic prophecy.
1: Yes, it is. And um that makes it a little bit, you know, we grow together and um it makes it very easy on stage because right. you know, we know you know like even if the bass is on the other side from time to time but we know how everybody sounds how to set the amps just go on stage set your stuff and you're fast and that keeps us um you know that that gives a feeling of security on stage
0: sure and of course on writing the songs too right absolutely well speaking of writing the songs which songs on on um hell riot came out super super easy and what was the most difficult one
1: well there were a lot of difficult stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess um it is a bit it changed a bit no, normally we used to work a lot with Leah, and he's like you know you send him a song and then it comes back uh there, there's an email and there's written um, oh that's cool just have one or two changes and then okay. he comes to my studio And it's, you know, we make a complete new song for the next 20 hours, work on that. But on this time, um, you know, we had it a little bit more easy. We we just, you know, stepped back, did the changes. Oh, it's not really good. Let's keep it like it is. So this changed in the kind of songwriting we did. And um, I guess songs like Metal Attack were really easy. Okay. And um, Cross the Line was a little bit harder. Of course, it's a little bit untypical for us, but we had this uh, feeling in the old songs, sometimes we had that too. Like Dracula, you remember? Mm -hmm. It was like this blue stuff and and, uh, you know, like like playing the right hand real hard. Um, We did the same in Cross the Line, even if it's totally another kind of song, but um, this was yeah, that was a hard song.
0: I guess uh, Rising with the Storm was one of the hardest song too. Okay. Excellent. Well, you mentioned metal attack, which I, I had put a big circle around on my, on my, my list here to talk about specifically the guitars on that. You and even you are amazing on that. I mean, it's so ripping. It's like old school eighties power metal, you know, it's just so good, man. Thank you very much. But the metal attack is really
1: funny because you know, we wrote this song, I knew the vocals, too. We recorded that, but we didn't have the, the word metal attack. And it's it's like a hobby horse of Liam. He okay. always writes, attack, attack. And when you <laughs> go on stage, you know, we run on stage because the intro is running and Liam is showing up later, and he always screams, attack, attack. <laughs> and it's so cool that we now
0: we have a song for that. Uh, we laughed really hard about that sure is that is is that bound to be the first song at most shows now would be metal attack we don't know we don't know we just started with another song like metal division because we love
1: this you know siren there's a Mm -hmm. siren you play the rift under there and then there's the siren showing up and that's so cool for the first song um but you
0: know you never know what happens in the future that's right. Maybe that's the Encore Metal Attack, right? <laughs> that's possible, yes. <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> Very good, man. Well, since we're talking about touring, Marcus, uh, what are the plans for touring? Do you have? Are you doing the festival runs? Are you doing Europe? Is there any possibility I might see you on this side of the pond? I mean, what are we oh, looking wow. at?
1: You know, we'd love to play over there on the other side of the ocean, but um, let's see. Right now, we, we just came back from a tour with Grave Digger. Great. And um, we played like 16 shows in a row. That was really hard. But um, it was quite cool because the off days are, you know, I, I fucking hate the off days. So right, right. Um, we um, we just came back and that was really a blast for us. Huge. The, the crowds were like genius. It was so great. And um, yeah, now we plan the festivals. It's, it's going to be a lot of uh a lot of festivals and um yeah, open airs and we look forward to do that. We still plan until the end of the year and yeah, there are a lot of shows and if it's up to me, I would go to America like tomorrow.
0: Right. I hear you. Wh- which festivals are you playing? If you can say, can you say which ones yet or no?
1: Yeah, there are some festivals, but I don't have the schedule in my mind because it's, you know, everything is so fresh and everything changes. Sure. Um, I mean, is it Wacken or, or no? We don't we won't play Wacken. We will not play we, we play on a, a big amount of like smaller festivals. Okay, uh, and we love that um, because we can have the better slots. So right. people will remember better if you play like later, but not mm-hmm. in that huge festival because they were like the. You know the the huge bands like Sabaton and everything, and then everybody knows. Yeah, Sebaton was great, but and there was this one band, but I can't remember the name exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that is kind of the weird thing about, especially about uh, the the Festival. Is it's just, I mean, it's amazing. I I watch like they do the they do the live stream here. You know, because I'm not there obviously, and I watch it like a mental patient for the whole twelve hours. But but if you ask me at the end of the twelve hours, well, who was the first band that played? I have no idea. You yeah, know? <laughs> that's, it, that's it. it's just too much. But
1: on the other hand, if you if you see just the the stream, you need to imagine they have like eight or ten or whatever stages, and there's huge mm-hmm. area where you can you know buy stuff, and there's like a market and like a fair, and sure. you know you're just there, and it's too much for mm-hmm. anybody. It's great. It's it's a great
0: time to be there. Of course, if you can be there, go. Right. If you can be there, go. But and if you're gonna play there, you better be. You better bring your A game too. Yeah, that, that would be nice. But to be honest, as a band, you don't see so much because you know you
1: fly in, you you're just there for one or two hours. Then there's your show, and I right. guess two hours later, uh, two hours later, there's gonna be the shuttle to the airport anyway. So. Right, you don't see that much because if every band would stay there and drink a lot, you know, they could fill almost the infield with that.
0: Yeah, that's true. So yeah, many all the bands. bands. Yeah. No, you're right. You're definitely right. Well, Marcus, I'll tell you what, man, the new album, it is called Hell Riot. It's I cannot praise this record enough, and I'm not just saying that because I'm on the phone with you here. I mean, I love it. I really, really am enjoying it um it's out may 19th i encourage everybody to buy it and marcus where should we tell people to go online to keep up with you guys to buy the record to get tour dates all that stuff
1: yes of course um we share a lot on facebook but it's it is still you know the um, the platform for everything um or you can go to our homepage, mysticprophecy.com, musicprophecy.com i guess i can I, think yeah, I need to watch i think what it's dot net <laughs> I could be wrong, and um, you know this is where we
0: keep you informed. Sure, excellent. Well, one more time, Marcus, the new album "Hell Riot" uh, May the nineteenth, and Marcus Paul. Thanks so much for joining me here on Chris Aki Presents. Yeah, it's a uh, Prophecy.net. It. There <laughs> net. No, we got it.
1: And um, hey, I just say keep it going. That's it. I know ticket prices rises up, but um, you know. Go to the festivals, go to the shows and um, just show up and support the scene because everybody, you know, needs to stay alive. And it's it's not about earning money, you know. Bands, like, we, we have our day job. It's just right. we want to have fun and it's even cooler to play for a bunch of guys than just for, like, 10 people. Right. We are in a good position. We play really nice shows and really big shows, but, um,
0: you know... Even we need your support. Absolutely. Well, everybody should be supporting Mystic Prophecy, Hell Riot, May 19th. Marcus, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you very much. It was an honor for me. Absolutely.